Yo, what's up? How you doing? Good, man. Alright, easy, easy. Thanks for joining. Shit, can you hear me well? Oh, I can hear you. Uh, cheers, cheers. So, mm. yeah, today's topic is about... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> what was it about? Today's topic is about politics in Uganda. Yeah, the, the elections and, uh, and yeah, whatnot. Democracy and the look of things and where Uganda is possibly heading. Uh, mm. Well, uh, we were supposed to have someone else join us. We were supposed to be three. But... Uh, uh, he's unavailable at the moment, and he hasn't been able to get back to me. So, <sighs> kudos to him, and uh, hopefully we can have a meaningful discussion just the two of us. All right. So first things first. I think uh, I would like to ask you a few questions and just to get your overview on things. Uh, how do you find the electoral electoral process in uh, in the country? Well, from what we know, at least from what we know, yeah. basically they just collect the the what are these things, the boxes, and then they tally them from some center, and then they give this guy the they just give this guy the results, right? So he just I don't know what exactly he does during that time, but basically he reads out the results. This uh. The EC, the head of the EC. Uh, I think he's uh, Biabakama. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what he does during that time. I don't know whether he's watching. He's watching this. The, uh, the what? He's, he's uh. What is this thing called? Uh, monitoring what uh, what's going on in the poll in the polling stations or whatever. I don't know what he's doing during that time. But what I know is he's he's always ready to come and read out the. The results that are given to him. So, when the results came out, obviously you guys, uh, you guys. So we didn't get a district by district kind of tallying things like that. We didn't get a, a full tally. We just got the percentages and had to allow them. So obviously already there's a lot of red flags with that process, and then. Maybe let's go to the the voting. The voting itself. There's videos that came up. There was one I don't know if you saw it where two people were counting the the ballots, but then they did something. It was like uh, one of those Houdini <laughs> Houdini tricks where one put some more ballots up as the other was taking some from. Uh, from the ones they had already counted, it was kind of like a, a very fast exchange. So, already that's another red flag. It's like they're adding, a, they're adding ballots, they're adding ballots of their favorite candidate and removing some of the opposition. Something like a switch up, and then also these uh, the police, uh, the police, the police dudes, the cops that uh, took one ballot box, and then. Tinyemfu, no, what's his name? The orange guy, what's his name? The orange party, what's, what's this guy's name? Um, Tumukunde. Yeah, Tumukunde, yes. Yeah, yes, Tumukunde, yeah. 
he was talking about uh, after voting he was like now see my hands are sanitized you can't tell whether vote um I've voted because they have to put a mark on your thumb right so mm. you can't tell whether someone has voted and then there were allegations of people going people going twice because of uh, after after you finish voting they're supposed to sanitize so that means your thumb the thumb point is gone the thing they put there right so depending on the type of ink i think maybe uh, yeah. a little bit of uh, permanent markers or something doesn't stay on a little bit longer even if you sanitize but regardless still it can be easily removed so what did you guys yeah. use did you guys use uh, the permanent ones or, uh, or your, your had, stuff um, when we voted depending yeah. on the elections and i think the polling station and uh-huh. the size of the polling station uh, some polling stations had uh, markers where they were supposed to put something on your on your nail on your thumb or something like that and then others had uh, some kind of a uh, chemical like you know how you put your thumb on that uh, thing for when you're going to vote you put your thumb on that uh, cloth of ink so that something oh, can yeah. go on your thumb yeah so there was uh-huh. another thing similar to that but different it was a different color Oh. And uh, you would put your thumb in, and it stayed a bit longer. Uh, that one, even after showering and putting sanitizer, mm-hmm. it gave like two days, probably like two days before it it went off completely. So I think it oh. uh, it depends, but still, that is not a viable a viable means. If someone really wants to vote again, and if the system is not well well uh, well organized, I think that 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 that, that issue of marking the the, the hands or the thumb. That can be uh, exempted, and someone can vote again. Likewise, maybe someone could have voted the day before, and two days there's elections for uh, district councillors, LCs, yeah. and you probably still have the mark from the previous uh, election. So, are they going to stop you from voting for the next person, for the next elections, even though you wouldn't have technically voted? So, I think it's uh, it is not accurate, yeah. and it's mm. also I think something that is. Uh, rudimental this is something maybe you'd be doing in the 60s or 80s but now when we have like internet it should actually even make it available for legitimate voters in the diaspora to cast their votes like i Mm. think in america uh if they're having their elections i think they open the ballots for as much as three weeks before the final day say if the elections were supposed to be on 11th november People could mm-hmm. have been voting from, I think, October. There's a period where they opened the polls because when I was watching uh, the news, you know, of course, they made it a big deal. So at mm-hmm. one point, you couldn't ex- uh, escape it. You'd probably find it on Twitter or something. I think people were even voting earlier than 11. I don't know when the day they voted was, but people were voting earlier than the day of the, the final tally. You yeah, know? The, mail, so the mail thing. Mail, people were mailing in votes. I think people were voting online. I think they have some kind of system that allows uh, multiple styles of voting depending on your convenience. People mm-hmm. who feel that maybe technology is not, uh, is not uh, trustworthy, they went and voted physically. And of course, due to the ongoing pandemic, I think most people opted to vote from, uh, from home, maybe online or mail-in ballots and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. you have 18 million registered voters, and right now I think about 8 million people didn't vote. Some maybe didn't go to vote. Others are abroad. And you, you wonder, like, uh, does that really cast the, 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 the intentions of the public? Because, first of all, in a country of uh, 40 million people, 18 million people deciding where to, where, where, who's going to lead them, is, first of all, that's a bit uh, unfair. 
but of course maybe there are reasons maybe the 14 million people majority of the population are probably are probably uh, are probably maybe under age maybe below the recommended age for voting so that could be understandable as to why the number of voters is very low compared to the to the population because i believe it's less than half as we speak and so yeah. Uh, that that might be tricky, but at least uh, for that case, I say maybe that's understandable. But then when it comes to of the 18 million people, the vote is being decided by maybe 10 million. That 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 would become a, that would become a bit tricky, or maybe unfair, or it doesn't really represent what the public wants. Because um, and then also when you come to the the, the voters, the registered voters. When you look at the general population of the of the country, you could say that uh, more than uh, more than seventy percent, sixty percent. The figures were being thrown around before election during the campaigns, and it was a significant number. More than three quarters, or probably three quarters, were under thirty-five years. That means uh, they have only known this guy, who's in power now, and uh, they have probably not seen any other leader, so they have nothing to compare him to. Uh, when they look around, they also don't have uh, any live experience of when he's talking about how he liberated Uganda. We did not witness that. So you can see how uh, his, uh, what he calls his campaign strategy is a bit abstract from nearly three quarters of the country, the country's mm -hmm. population. But when it comes to the people who are voting, you find now the old people, the senior citizens and stuff like that make up a good, a good number of these 18 million 18 million voters. So you would, you would see why maybe if at all these results cast were legitimate, you could see why he's still getting some votes. Yeah, because the standard despite is the still fact that this, Yeah, despite the fact that the whole country or a vast number of people are not in support of what he's doing and probably want him out. Mm. But uh, you could see people were coerced, uh, people were, were stopped from getting national IDs. The, 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 the registration process for becoming a, a recognized voter was tampered with, even on the, at uh, some uh, stations, some, yeah. some, some polling stations. Yeah. Uh, you could see that the, 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 the system they were using to identify the voters, those are machines that they were using to, for verification, yeah. where they could check your thumb thumbprint to, 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 to correspond with the register of the electoral commission some of those machines were tampered with some people were not able to vote for like two hours they are fidgeting with the with the with the mechanism the mechanism put in yeah. place because things were not working and you would wonder maybe if even the removing of internet yeah. affected the, the the efficiency of these machines because if they are supposed to access a database i don't think relying on intranet alone would be something uh, conducive or something that would make them very effective, or it would even slow down the process. Also, for purposes of uh, quality control, I think why would they refuse people from carrying uh, uh, cameras into the polling station? After all, it's secret ballots, so it's not like people are going to take a picture of you, wh what you're voting, but like for they should have allowed maybe journalists or at least to record the situation at the polling stations, not necessarily people taking a snap, so you know how the new generation is, probably yes. someone would vote and then snap his, yeah, voted snap his, uh, his ballot or something. But yeah. that putting that one aside, I mean, like, mm. they should have at least had some kind of cameras should have entered 
maybe they can be recording from a place where people are not voting, mm. but to be able to to relay the general atmosphere in certain police sta- polling stations to, yeah. to people. We could not rely on radio alone or something because how would we know what's reported? And if there was any kind of uh, disturbances, these cameras, that would be the best time to capture evidence and post something online. Like Mugisha Munto was saying, how are we supposed to verify what you're telling us if we are not at those polling stations and someone and the people at the polling stations are saying something different and Biambakama is saying something different when he's announcing. Because I, I saw recently a letter from Gulu, mm. from the Gulu municipality, how they released that uh, their own people are the ones who won. I think they voted with their NUP people or their own uh, candidates. And to their surprise, people, people were not... Uh, to their surprise, apparently the results that came from Gulu, Gulu had uh, Tibu Haburu as the one who had, who had won in the region. And so they were also as much surprised as we were. They were hearing the results for the first time. Mm. Yet they were there. And you see, such kind of thing. But if there were videos, if there were cameras, we would have known who won in Gulu. And so nothing could have been changed. And if at all, we actually had better systems in place, like online voting, mailing. Because I don't trust mailing ballots because using the post system, I don't think I think the someone can maybe change and uh, put in something. But if we had a system whereby we could log in, if they feel like the internet can be hacked, then we could have an intranet, the same intranet that uh, EC was bragging that they were using to send results between polling stations. Mm. So why can they make a system whereby verified uh, verified citizens, people with national IDs or passports, you know, because at the time you have a passport or by the time you have a a national ID, you are a citizen. And so you are eligible to vote if you are of age. And of course, if you have a fake passport, when you're trying to register for, when you're trying to maybe sign up for this system, to get an account in this system, of course, when they tally with Ministry of Internal Affairs, your fake passport number will not turn up on the records because it's fake. So you can't get an account. So that way, we can limit uh, fraudulent uh, or people making repetitive accounts. And so if people voted online with a proper system, it would be easier for people to vote without being uh, bullied or coerced at the, harassed at the polling stations by police or maybe opposition or whatever the excuse is that, that maybe NRM people are being uh, bullied or something like that, whatever they want to say. But all this could be avoided. It would be good for them and it could be, it could be good for everybody. Someone could vote from Turkey. Someone could vote from US, wherever they are, as long as they are registered citizens, they are eligible to vote. And so this would allow, this would allow, this would allow all the 18 million people to vote. And because it's online, I think they can uh, make the system in a way that it doesn't allow invalid voting. Because you find over 300,000 votes, they are saying that these are invalid or rejected votes because they were people maybe ticked twice or something of that sort. When you have such a system in place, the only votes that would be rejected are votes of people who didn't vote or who chose not to vote. Not because maybe someone didn't understand how they were supposed to vote or something. Because, you know, like when you're filling in Google Forms or something, I'm using an example of Google Forms, although it's not a a practical way to have our elections. But if you had Google Forms and it is mandatory to fill in a certain field, yeah, yeah, Uh you cannot move forward without submitting or putting in a submission in that field. I get you. So that way we could curb this thing of people who don't understand how they're supposed to vote. Because it's funny, in a day where we're supposed to, where the president brags about uh, how he has brought uh, 
universal education and people can go to school, we still have people who don't even know how they're supposed to tick ballots. And and uh, as according to EC, there were like 300,000 or plus. I, I, I stopped following when they announced that someone who who didn't have much support during elections and who lost in the heavily populated districts, central region and Busoga, and I'm sure even northern Uganda. Got the majority vote. Uh, got the majority vote, and at some point he was even in 60%. So they were trying to say that the congested Kampala, which has the highest level of traffic, ginger, and so on, because you have, you, you have traveled on this road. And so where the most, most of the population is, they were trying to say that... Uh, People who weren't there couldn't meet, couldn't even reach forty percent because the man stopped. I think on thirty-five. You know, when they, he couldn't even reach forty. When they put, uh, when they brought out the district by district, the that uh, kind of like the detailed view, the the detailed polls. There was there were very yes. many stations in the I think the east and the north that had zero on opposition members like uh, Amuriat and uh, Chagulani. And it had like five hundred something for for seven years, and you're like, ah, Actually, zero. That can be actually even fishy because now, like Amuriat, uh. I would expect there is no polling station where he got zero. Because as we know, a problem in Uganda is we also have uh, people who will affiliate to tribe before they affiliate to ideologies, and the vast number of Ugandans are like that. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's impeding, mm. and so. You can find that how can Amuriat exactly huh? get zero in a polling station where his tribe mates are or family members and relatives? How can uh, Mao not get a a good number of votes from the north in his own region right. from the north, whereby the north have been uh, uh, castigated and segregated by this regime, the vast majority of that, by this regime and even in general. See, by central people, by westerners, by whatever. See what is wife. Because they're the ones who had LRA, who are moving forward without them. Yeah. You have had things like, we'll not wait for Karamoja to <laughs> develop. Such things. And they are said blatantly. So how could such people pick people who are not for them? Don't forget the are minister of Karamoja. The minister of Karamoja <laughs> has never been there. <laughs> the minister no. of Karamoja, the first minister of Karamoja, yeah. even the one now, I don't know who it is, probably another... Another person who cannot relate to their problem. Yeah, yeah. You know? And uh, you have such a post. Other districts don't have ministers, but they are moving forward. Where is the minister of, 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 of Kampala or something of that sort? Well, or minister of Imbarara, if we have one. And districts are moving case. forward. So the district, with the, the district with the minister is having issues. They have been retarded in growth for as long as I can remember. Yeah, they possess that's, the, the that's potential. Something. They have potential. Yeah. They have gold, which apparently has been being tested since 2011, 2010. They discovered gold and they immediately removed that, that report from the newspaper. Some people have even forgotten. Right. But it was the talk of the country about how we had found a gold deposit in Karamoja. Yeah, I remember we were in primary and uh, all that was coming up. With the with the yeah. gold, at first I you could even think it's jokes because of the way it wasn't acted upon. But then when when you when you see the those posts coming up, you know, all of a sudden they want to care for the north and and things like that. But mm-hmm. then they don't give feedback. You can you can, you can know that. Uh, you I, see I, them. T- they always say 
they are launching expeditions yeah. a new probe or they are trying to to create irrigation schemes programs to like help that. irrigation schemes stuff like that. but we never hear the feedback yeah. the way they report about how they are going there should be the same way they report about <laughs> What, what is coming yeah, out? What, what, they, what, what they're doing and how they're doing yeah. it on that side. What's the progress? Are the people benefiting no. now? Are the irrigation schemes in place? Because last I checked, people are still having their cows dying from, from lack of water. Yeah, are so thin, irrigation bro. crops are not growing. They're talking about how they want to take drought-resistant sorghum. Still, there is famine in, in Karamoja. And we're not moving forward. We have not heard of any big program that has been... Okay, if it is successful, why aren't they reporting? You have to look for these things. Exactly, it's not. Yet these things are supposed to be it's there. Supposed to why should find I go you... and look for such a? It should be on news. Yeah, it should find, find me. you on the TV telly. It is because this is uh, something about uh, social economic welfare of the people. So this is something that should be readily available. It shouldn't be something that I have to make research on. It is uh. like maybe saying. You have to research about how to get a driving permit. Man. This is information that should be available. So that's how... That's how. Uh... What's that in the background? I don't, I don't, <laughs> bro, I don't even know, man. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. But uh, yeah, so... tip, typical, typical. But speaking of uh, things like uh, driving permits, permits uh, I thought about experience and I wanted to uh, walk, walk, walk me through your experience uh, during the, the voting because I thought about it because of uh, things like queues in uh, in uh, in mm. ministries of our country. You know how it goes. Maybe you're going to get a passport, you're going to get a driving permit, anything to do to mm. do with you queuing mm. up for government services. You know and how, how the experience is. So man, take me took take me through your experience during uh, the voting when you were going to the vote. Voting, yeah. Well, uh, for for the for the voting experience, yeah. well, I stay in a kind of suburban neighborhood so there's not many people mm. so as soon as i end i do i would not have the most uh, relatable experience to the average ugandan mm. you could say but when i entered it was straightforward straight uh, sanitize check your temperature verify with that uh, polling machine if you're on the register show some form of id and then they check the register as well like some kind of uh, parallel verification you have your id oh. But they should also check if your name is on the register as well, because maybe you could have fabricated an ID, you know. Yeah. So from there, when all checks out, you get your ballot, you cast your vote uh, for president and MP or whichever election it was, maybe the local council. And then you proceed to the checkout oh. after casting your votes, whereby you will uh, get that ink on your thumb. So so basically, no one was allowed to to be around for accounting of the of those. Well, uh, I left earlier, oh. but uh, I think they were not allowing people to stay longer. Yeah, like I, they should have yeah. because that's what is supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah. After voting, I should know who has won in my yeah, region. That station. So that now, when I when so that maybe we can talk to each other and figure out. For example, amongst the people in Kampala, how many polling stations have declared so and so the winner, mm. so that you don't get uh, you don't get uh, funny news mm. after Bobby has won maybe in nine out of ten polling stations in a particular district, then they say that so and so on. Yeah, like uh... when uh, so that is why. But now even communicating between each other was slowed down because they removed internet purposely, I think, for such reasons, and so. We ask, uh, and you know, 
so that was the situation. They told people to go on probably, but the people who went to check were the agents, people who were there in the capacity of the political parties and candidates. Yeah. Those are the people who had stayed around for voting. And we also found that some had even refused to sign the declaration forms because of maybe some malpractices that were going on. And despite the fact that they hadn't signed, they still went on with the They thing. proceeded. They still went on with the process. Man. So you could see how they held no regard for the systems that they had put in place to curb these malpractices. But it just, it just goes to show. They still... So yeah. it just goes to show that uh, this particular this particular thief is experienced in his craft because last time the last elections before this one we could uh, we could uh, i think we were allowed to see and actually there was cameras around showing the vote counting just in the stations and obviously we could see many of them declared the opposition the head uh, Leading mm. opposition party, mm. which was FDC, that was Besige, the one in the lead. He was the one in the lead in many stations, in many stations. But obviously, the mm. final results told us about remote areas in the village that they hadn't counted yet. Those are the ones that uh, that are that are. Gave and you know away. what is tricky? Mm. On that note, what you're just saying. What is tricky is we were here in Kampala, mm. and electoral commission was telling revolts. And um, the, the telling center was also here in Kampala, where they decided to count from. Mm. But it's funny how they were getting results from Rachitura first. and uh, places where, first, before places like Mengo, <laughs> Chambogo, here, here, very own Chambogo, where they are counting from. <sighs> the, 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 the results from Rachitura reached before results from Chambogo, which was two minutes away from the telling center. Uh. So is it because because when they received the first set of results, they are supposed to announce a they are supposed to announce a, a what a provisional set of results, which is supposed to keep changing as more results come. Yeah. In. The, so the I thing. think maybe the challenge that they faced was because we saw that Bobby took I think more than three quarters of Kampala and even Busoga in terms of the popular vote, but of course, 100% in polling stations, you could say, maybe 90%. If you're looking at the total number of polling stations and the ones that he won in. But if you're counting the number of votes, because polling stations don't necessarily have the same number each. So some polling stations have more than others. Mm -hmm. So you could say maybe approximately 70% of the votes in uh, urban Kampala and uh, Busoga region. He, and Eastern as well. He took, he took uh, most of it. You could say seventy percent. So I think the challenge they were facing was the person in the in the seat, the incumbent, had, uh, would uh, would not allow electoral commission to announce provisional results where NUP is at seventy yeah. percent and the incumbent is at five. To to kind know? of pick up so that is that is apparently because there is no way they can overturn a seventy percent provision, uh. no. Into into thirty five percent, and a five percent provision into into fifty eight. Uh, he he couldn't sell, so they had to hold. They had to withhold those results because, well, they were they, they lied about the role of electoral commission. They said that the role of electoral commission was to was to to to, to re announce what they have received. But it seems maybe where they were receiving the results from was state house. We could speculate because. When we check with polling station, when we ask them to give a breakdown of polling station by polling station, they don't have this. Right. Yet, apparently, they are supposed to receive declaration forms from every polling station. Yeah. 
So why is it that they couldn't tell us who has won in a particular district? They gave some vague excuse that the president is for the whole country, so it doesn't matter about the district. But we need to know how he's performing on particular levels. That way we can come up with more analysis about maybe campaign analysis, because such things also help the, the political parties to plan how to boost their campaigns. How can you refuse to tell us how they are faring in particular districts? Because maybe if uh, FDC or ANT was failing, in uh, didn't get enough votes in uh, West Nile, then they may know that, okay, we need to amp up our, our activities in West Nile, or maybe people are not relating with us in West Nile, so what can we do? But if you don't announce such things, how are they supposed to know nice. where their votes are coming from? It's, how they, are they supposed to know their strongholds? They, they, they make the laws, they make the rules, the guidelines, but then they, they don't really recognize them. It's like they're telling us this is our house. We make the adjustments and everything like that. This basically sums up this regime. Man, I don't, I don't know who came up with that idea eh, of... Uh, of, of kind of shifting goalposts this time. What they did with the not starting not starting with the urban areas. I know came up with that idea for him. I know he has men doing things for him. It's like a maybe a committee. I don't know how many they are. But uh, yeah, that guy mm. was really thinking about well, it long and hard this time. It just shows uh, that they've been experienced in this in this craft of theirs. For those uh, for those the man told you that he's, he's an expert in <laughs> governance. He did say good governance. So uh, <laughs> this, could, this could be part of his CV. After 35 years, you need to know the nook and crooks and the ways around you. So there's no yeah, way, it's... as a dictator and unfair leader and a tyrant, there's no way you can allow to lose an election that you have organized yourself. You know, this is just to give people the semblance that we are choosing him, even though we are vividly telling him we are not choosing him. It's like, okay, I hear you, but I'm choosing me. I'm choosing <laughs> you. So that, that is what we have. And you can see from the way he treats the ops. Because when we look recently, I think the ICC, is that what they call themselves? Yeah. The supposed International yeah. Criminal Court, found uh, one Dominico Gwen guilty of uh, war crimes. 61, I think, was the number of war, war of counts of war crimes that they had found him guilty of. I don't know what that uh, constitutes to in terms of years because I think each count could possibly be like 20 to 25 to life because these are vicious crimes. So I don't know how many life sentences or how long he's going to be in prison for well, if he has 61. Life. But um, yes. it goes to say when you look at the deliberation and the, and the, 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 the things, the court yeah. cases and the information that was brought forward by prosecution and defense yeah. alike, the councils involved in the case, you'd realize that at some points they were saying that UPDF people were ex exhibiting cowardice yeah. in the sense that the, the, when the LRA rebels would attack in the, in the northern regions, some places where UPDF soldiers were, they would run away leaving civilians defenseless. And uh, if this was happening, that is a crime and desertion, it is, I think, called desertion. And desertion is almost as equally vile as uh, treason when it comes to military kind yeah, of crimes. Because you're neglect neglecting duty, It huh? depends on how. And so neglecting mm. duty, because why would you take the job if you're not going to perform so it when the time comes? You know? 
it is like a doctor who runs away when it's time to operate. Yeah, yeah, I get. That doesn't make any sense. Why did you become a doctor in the first place then? So it is funny that we never heard of they were not like punished. And even as these things were this information was brought up, there was no kind of investigations that were carried out by the LR by the, the by the LRA, by the UPDF people who are apparently are one of the most uh, looked up to security as uh, <laughs> operatives in the country, if not the region uh... or something like that, they say. So we look at that one. I wonder, because when you look at the elections, the man has uh, over 60 billion of Uganda because they, I think they import, they're the ones who imported these cars from Turkey because they, 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 the military tankers that they were flexing on civilians, trying to show that they have military muscle were, were some Turkish... Uh, Turkish uh, Americans that were released, uh, I think, two years ago, 2018. So that's where they bought them from. And the price was, is of course, online. Because the Turkish government put the price. Because it's a Turkish made car. And so when you look at the number of cars that they brought, and you try to do the math, you'd see around 60 billion shillings was spent on that. And now I ask myself, what are the cars going to be used for? What are the they are the, 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 the tankers that they're both going to be used for after that display of uh, what now they're going to pack them somewhere and, uh, and keep them so 60 billion was just to show us that he can kill us if he wants apparently uh. and now we don't have and those are so he's trying to say 10 10 um, 10 cancer machines or recently we needed 80 billion to fight covid something of that sort, 130 billion. Around. In fact, COVID, they were saying that they needed for mm. supplies around. They had given a rough estimate, but I know that involves some <laughs> money that they want to take for themselves. Uh, so w- let's assume that they were using that one. So they were saying that they want to take a, they want to take a loan. Uh. Yet, the same government was saying that they are going to make money available for MPs' cars worth 150 billion that is 20 billion more than the money we need for covid but when it comes to money for cars we have it when it comes to money for covid and health we have to borrow is it like loan we must or something like that we must take a loan when it's time for progress and we use the national funds for personal gain if at all we are a member of government and you also see these people what do they call themselves uh the the donators the the donors uh, they were, they were, there was a recent donation fund that was was cancelled or he told not to release money into the country or, or something for whichever reasons we have. But they were funding a lot of things and it, it, it's tricky because they were funding things like uh, human rights, uh, women's rights, law, 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 law reforms. Those are the, the causes that were involved in. So you ask yourself, is this why he was removing them? So these 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 organizations that were fighting for such causes don't have money, you know. It's... So that maybe we we can't uh, fight for rights or something of that sort. It's 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 crazy. These guys. Eh? Speaking of these guys, these uh, these MPs, MPs and all of them. Mm. Now I don't know about the new ones. This new party that has come up. Because we haven't seen them in action yet. Stay tuned for that. But these mm, MPs basically, mm. they like shiny things, and uh, they want they want to be so much like uh, these uh, these what 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 we can call first world countries in terms of 
the luxury, the salaries and uh, the earnings and all that. They want to drive the deep down. They but probably they, they want the privileges of the first down, world probably, country, but uh-huh, they don't want, they to, don't do want the to do the work of of uh, the leaders in the first world countries because. As we as we all know, they want yeah. the semblance of a first world country yeah. without the provision of those services to actually make us a first world country whereby they can earn such exactly. money with ease. Because if we became a first world country, that money would be ready, yeah. readily available, and, no one, and no it wouldn't would even be a problem. Seeing that MPs are receiving 150 billion, I wouldn't care because I have free healthcare, good roads, free education. It's fine because the average Ugandan who goes to a fairly good school. Just primary alone, that is like 21 terms of primary school, right? Not to mention how kindergarten is expensive. But you have roughly 21 yeah. terms of primary school. Each time you're paying 2 million, maybe 1 million if the school is not that up to standard. Even a finest school in the village might be charging you a million. That's how funny it is. So a million times 21, that's uh, 21 million, just primary alone. Then you go to secondary they are about 18 terms. Now in secondary, you're paying like 1.5, 2 million. That is 36 million now, secondary. You add that, that's already 50 million for a child, one child. And then you add university, where it is like uh, maybe uh, 15 million a year for four years. That is what? 45 million. So in total, every parent has to spend, for a child to have good education, not even good education because the system is not good. Mm. And what we learn is not good when you compare with our peers in other countries. Don't get that time. But in what the country calls a good education, in what the country calls a good education, you have to spend 100 million per student, per child. How many families have 100 million? Even if, because of course the period is maybe 7 plus 6, that is 13, around 15 years. But how many families can make 100 million in 15 years? Uh. Let alone families that have more than one child. So I'm trying to say that we shouldn't have children because that is the situation they have put us in. You can't go to UPE, schools where they have no roofs, they don't teach, teachers don't come for three months. That is what the man is bragging about. That is what he's telling us that he has done in 35 years and we should give him five more years so that he can do more of the same. He can secure the future. After saying, and after we don't even he won't be here by his time. You want to be there 2005, you are yeah. like, that is too much. That is too far. But here we are in the year 2021, and the man is eyeing 2026. No. I think he looks at some of his old videos and he's like, he what was I saying? Hard, eh? <laughs> I'm older and wiser. How could I think that 15 As years young back or stupid. That's what he's thinking but about. You, you, go, you go to see him. Eh? Most of these guys, most of these leaders. But there's no accountability. Eh? I want to mm. come to that. But before that, I want to say that most of these leaders, fine, most of them are still eating. But him as him, mm. I believe he's just, at this point, eh, you, you, you reach a point where you've, you're, you're, you're too deep into it. You're too deep into it that mm. getting out does not does not uh, does not look like freedom you know when you're when you're done serving it should be freedom mm. you can go and do something you will, it should but, be freedom but he's, yeah. he's fearful of the repercussions exactly. of, so, of being a yeah. normal civilian so he's trying to stay in power to avoid the uh, to avoid meeting yeah. his uh, demands repercussions or or because even, of that sort. even this mm, even the, the, even the, the candidate 
is uh, is what was was uh, was very eager to see him to see him behind bars. You, if you, if you remember that, yeah, mm, mm, I remember the so the, the, the video. Yes, are, I remember. Are, are, are what? Yeah. Look like freedom. And what is funny is if he had gone at an earlier time, people would have maybe overlooked mm. some of these things because. Uh, because uh, they wouldn't have experienced it for yeah. a long time, you know, and they would have for, maybe overlooked some of them because they would be happy mm. for the change. But after this time, it's like you're making people hopeless and and out of and running out of options. Just like he said in 1980, 1980, 1986. I don't know when he said it. Whether it was after he had he had uh, killed the, the the opposition, he had killed the the government in his uh, rebel like activities or before he had started his rebel-like activities but he said when the government removes uh, avenues of mm. peaceful exchange then what options that are was, left that, that was definitely before 86 wife. because 86 is when he was he came to power so probably during the years yeah. when he was. And, and in 86 i think yeah. he also said that africa has a problem of leaders who don't want to leave i think that was also 86 it seemed like the truth back then <laughs> goes to show that when leaders become politicians, but how things just change like that with this guy. You know, even mm. uh, Mugabe was like because that. speaking of military mm. and rebel-like groups, the LRA it also causes for some speculation because the LRA apparently was against the government and wanted the either they wanted separation. Or they wanted to rule the country or something. They believed the country mm. was being mismanaged. But in all their years of existence, they never attacked strongholds in places which would actually get mm. at the government, like in Kampala or in Tebe, or UPDF strongholds like in Chivoga mm. or something of the sort. And you wonder, so what was their angle? To to kill their own people? Because rebels are supposed to be loved by all they should be liked by the people in their region because, where they're starting from. Because I believe if you're starting from that region, that is where people share yeah, a similar the, sentiment. The, the, the you understand? Rebelling because against if rebel groups started in uh, if rebel groups started in in, in, uh, mm. in southern Sudan, it is because the whole southern Sudan feels the same mm. way about northern Sudan. Hence even why they were successful in in getting a, a separation. Yeah. So if in LRA, which was from Northern Uganda, the very own Northern Ugandan people were crying. So, how did they even start? And if your own people, because I believe if your own people don't like you, if the VPDF wanted, they could mm. have got snitches. Built a whole network. And so these people would have been formed a long time ago. Because... because as soon as someone sees an LRA, rebel pass, an LRA rebel, they could have probably said, I saw so and so here. They're probably around there, you know? They could have been found because how were uh, a bunch of northerners getting weapons at such a time? And then, and then these guys in a country like this one where you can't even you can't even get a bullet. And also the, the, that budget, that so, military so, so, budget. Remember, the, the the we spent a lot, mm-hmm. and then we can't even find guys like that. We can't even. There is even no value for money for whatever. Where were? Where were all these tankers that they were flexing on civilians before election? Where were all those tankers when the people in northern Uganda needed them? These are the questions you ask yourself. Mm. And after all this time, the real important question is where is Connie? Uh, we are still looking for him. Man, 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 man. 
Those are, and and it, it makes one wonder if the LRA was real or if it was just UPDF posing as, you know, as LRA. Just you, could, you could wonder. Of course, maybe that is a very big speculation, but because of the way they were acting and because of the way the same UPDF went and, 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 and manhandled mm. Al-Shabaab in Somalia, Al-Shabaab, which has more money and more connections to bigger groups like ISIS, they were manhandled and, and, yeah, and crashed. As the, the, before they as could the man become something. Say. Moreover, out of depth in a region, in a region mm. that is not near ours, because we are not well mm. knowledgeable about Somalia, as uh, as the way we can be well knowledgeable about northern Uganda. But we were able to crash a well supplied and more tactically trained opponent. Who had more? Who had the, like, It goes to say that more resources, better knowledge of their own hometown. We beat them on their own hometown. That's I'm what so. I can say. It is like someone coming like and hmm, went to Somalia and yeah, schooled yeah. them the in Army Somalia. Something. You can imagine. Now, we, mm, in fact, even African Union was failing, and so the man removed his... He told. He said he would mm. do it himself. We, we did it without the help of African, African Union. It was a UPDF expedition solely, I could say. That is why they even attacked Chaba Chadondo. Ch- 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 That's why they attacked Chadondo. They're yeah. bombing, if you remember, sometime when they killed some people. I think it was a sign to back off, but that was a big mistake on their hand because it amplified our efforts in now. In now they have a re- now they have a reason and to you can be see there. Now they are a weekend force, and now they have a reason to be there. And so you could see it like that. And what about LRA? You mean to say because this was around the same time frame? It's not like as if LRA mm-hmm. happened in the sixties. So, if you look at it this way, it goes to it. I wonder why we couldn't have done this for LRI as well. No, this thing, this this why I wanted to 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 actually talk about um, accountability. It, it's also a part to play with uh, with us, the citizens. You realize if you if you look, you realize that our citizens are easily manipulated. You see, after something goes down. And really, it has gone down, and we're all maybe mm. mourning or grieving or actually making complaints about it. It takes, it takes mm. just one scandal, one scandal, not even two or three, one scandal for everyone to forget about their grievances, and then we're not talking about it anymore. It's like uh, we think we have a, a short attention span, right. or it is either a short attention span. Or the people who are uh, were identifying with the previous grievances did not really have a deep care because there is no way something is affecting me. And this, I can mm. because as a human being, I can care mm. for many problems at once. I may not be able to handle them, but I can affiliate myself with because it's still many hurting causes. you at the, at the time. It could be corruption. It could because it's still hurting me. So if I if I ignore it, that pain is not going to go away. I'm still going to experience that. So you find that they are either that or they are easily confused, or I don't know what to call it, but this is a mindset yes, that needs to be Because it is what has led this. Look at these elections, right? Whenever, whenever they are done, see, mm. okay, leading up to these elections, we saw how, how much tension was there between the civilians and the what, and the and the government. They were talking about this mm. regime. What, how much of that tension was there, say, in 2018? Has this regime just come up or has it been there for the last 35 plus years? 
No one was. No one was. No, no one was putting the pressure on in 2018. Were they? Was that regime taking a break, or was it still doing what it has always done? It was still doing so, but there was no elections that year. There was no presidential elections. So, to me, the only question I can pose for this regime is, if at all, in your manifesto, because the manifesto is a mm. your plan. When, yeah, yeah. when we give you the mandate, what are you going to do for us? So now, if you have had the mandate for 35 years, and there are still things you haven't done in these 35 years, what makes you think that these five years are going to be any different, that you can now do those things, that you have had 35 years to do right, When is enough going to be enough? That is the question I want to ask this regime. Is this, are they, because it is one thing to play around with us, hosting elections and, you know, all these kind of things. The point is, just make it clear your intentions for the country. If you want, call it the Tibuhabura Empire of Uganda mm. or whatever you want to call it. And so that we know you have no intention of leaving, then we can deal with you or we can associate with you in that manner to which you have decided to go. You don't do one thing and then go and do, don't say one and thing. Go and do something else, you know, because why are you saying elections? Then when we go to vote, you want to beat us, you want to arrest us, you want to harass us, mm. you want to kill us. What's the point of these elections then? If I'm not going to freely express my opinion, it's like, I allow you to vote, but it should only be for me. What's that? You know, that, that is what we have in Uganda today. And the problems are many, but you can see that they all relate down to one thing, mindset. And even when you look at mindset, you look at the upbringing mm. of Ugandans, not in the home, but in the school systems that we have gone through. Look at how they treat us in boarding. Look at how they make you accept the bare minimum. And you're the one paying school fees, but the one who is earning from your school fees is treating you like it's a privilege for you to be there. They are helping you by taking your money. Look at the way they treat like uh, high school students in boarding. Have you seen those teachers? Uh, they work? Exactly. Yet you're the one... My being there, my being there is the reason as to why you have a job. So treat me with some level of dignity and mutual respect. But they instill this kind of habit in you. Look at the way the so-called senior ladies educate the girls. You're beating a girl, a growing girl. So of course, a girl who's growing is going to be outgrowing her uniform every now and then after a couple mm. of months in that teenage yeah. yeah, due to adolescence, you understand. So maybe at one point, the, short, the, the, the dress or the skirt or what will be short, exactly. you know? And so you're telling such a girl who is 13, 14, that she's trying to attack, attract men or she's trying to... Uh, teachers are... She's distracting teachers. Teachers who are supposed to be 40 plus and married or adults. The problem is not the girl, but the senior lady will not be beating that girl or wanting to expel that girl or punish that girl. When the question is, why is a 30-year-old plus man or woman looking at a 14. So yeah, so that's basically what we face. That that's what we have as a country. If you look at it, um 
we have uh, a, a bad mindset we have inconsistency in our struggle for freedom and fighting for our rights that inconsistency is the big problem because they never take us seriously and we also are being met by extreme force despite passing through diplomacy or passing through force none the like you're treated the same the person who holds the gun to fight back and the person who passes through the so-called or supposed diplomatic systems put in place uh, yeah is yeah. is met with equal retaliation as the person who picked a gun because it's funny how a simple demonstration in town or so and so forth could lead to people being knocked out. you remember those recent things during the, ele- the yeah. previous election yeah, and when yeah. the man came to address the, the the public the only thing he talked about were the shots the the few the few times or the few occasions where they were seeing people, maybe the, the civilians beating uh, maybe a police or something like that. Mm. But what about the other people? The lives lost. The other lives. What about the other lives? That, that's the question that you have to ask yourself. What about those other people, you know? Yes, these ones did that. But what about the other people? What about them? And they skillfully avoided that. So I wonder where we would be heading as a country but that's that's what we face that's a problem we face this 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 guy is they the game they play it's like now when you associate with the opposition it's like you have a target on your back so it's like kind of discouraging us to associate the opposition not only with the maybe the money they pay the the the, the people who support them, but also the the actions they uh, they do to they take. Mm. yeah the actions they take to just to like make uh, the opposition's life difficult to something like yeah either with the yeah it's either the regime or nothing something mm. of that sort they killed a mm. lot of nup nup team during members. the campaigns mm. yeah and, uh, now I imagine what their fathers, the families of the deceased think about that mm. NUP party. Mm, 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 even if, mm. if they may think, they may already think foul about the NRM party, but they are like, but uh, we want to change, Is it but at what it? cost? Yeah. Exactly, cost? exactly, exactly. No. But the thing that the people should know is it is not necessarily preservation by mm. sticking with such a kind of regime. The only thing it is doing is just pro- prolonging the inevitable. Yeah, yeah. Delaying. That's it. just basically what it is. Delaying the inevitable. Yeah. That's basically what it is. It doesn't mean that not supporting <sighs> NUP will, will save your life. But if push comes to shove, they are going to come for you as well. At a later time. They need you now, maybe for the vote, or to look like they are in, they're in, they're in, uh, they have more influence than they do. Mm. But if push comes to shove, when the time is right, they'll open guns blazing on every Tom, Dick, and Harry who's not part of that inside circle. Hmm. At the end of the even day, even the very, even the very strange so-called NRM supporters hmm. that you see, the I average mean, citizen saying that it's NRM and so on. If push comes to shove, I mean they hardly trust be, each other. It will be the same, exactly. They hardly even trust they each other. Even they themselves in the circle, they don't trust themselves. That's ah. how much of poisonous they have become. Well, there are so people toxic. you cannot eat yeah. food at an event to which your own friend has invited you to. You come with your own food. You know, uh, you know it's and it's fun. It's, mm. it's 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 hard to to the training. Eh, I don't know what training they go through, but it must be pretty pretty bad 
because you have the upper hand as a maybe a cop a member of the force you have a gun none of the civilians have a gun you have the equipment maybe the riot shields and you have the deployment the numbers but, to, but you still proceed to 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 open fire yeah and take and take lives and and make things worse <laughs> as a police officer and member of the law you should know better the only time when such behavior can be excused is if at all they say that a policeman was killed by a mob while trying to yeah. while trying to 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 what restrain to calm them. people down yeah. or yeah. restrain the mob or something yeah, yeah. during such a case i would understand that this other police officers on the scene would take drastic actions although still not humane mm. but understandable at such a situation but no one has attacked you people are just uh, voicing out their their yeah, their, their opinions. Their their opinions. The only way they know how, uh, because they have tried other avenues and stuff has failed. So this is the last resort. Because a riot, a protest, these are the, these are the, this is the voice of unheard of people who have not. This is the voice of the silenced. After a while, that's what they become. It starts with protests, and from protests, unheard protesters become rioters. So it's a it's a it's a gradual process. So instead of killing rioters or protesters or whatever, address the issue from the cause. That way we avoid this kind of escalation. But well, the expert in governance has. Uh, well, the the expert in governance, the expert in governance has another way forward in seeing how to handle this issue. And so that's where we that's why we are where we are. Otherwise, in order to wrap this up as we finalize, I'd like to ask you what you feel should be the next step for Uganda given the current situation. Without what do you mean Uganda, the government or Uganda. Uganda is not the government. (laughs) The government is not Uganda. I mean uh, as the country, what should we do next? Right. Given the situation we have, because some of these things, although they look like the only option, I wouldn't advise any kind of violent, violent approach towards such a situation. Because mm. as much as it might yield the results we want, two things: the cost might be high in terms of lives of fellow comrades lost, but also the level to which it will set us back as we try to rebuild. We're already back. We're already behind. Now imagine uh, unrest to that extent like these guys did for those six years in the bush. What would it mean for businesses in the country? What would it mean for people going to school? What would it mean for the workforces? What would it mean for foreign investors? We would lose a lot in the battle for liberation if we took on such an approach. And it would be very hard to start from there. Of course, we can still start, but the work needed to realize our goals would be significantly much higher than following some kind of more diplomatic approach, which mm-hmm. of course also is seemingly impossible because the diplomatic approaches also are seeming and un- 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 there. Yeah, because these guys, like these guys are above the law, basically. Yeah. The way they have made themselves, yeah. they are like, they are the law, apparently. The only the constitution applies to only those who are not them. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah, so oh, pardon the language, but yeah. yeah. So what I think, um, me as me, because 
to retaliate uh, uh, with uh, to use to fight fire with fire would mean you you have to have fire and uh, I don't think we do have fire. I don't know how those guys got their. He said twenty-two guns. I don't know how they got their twenty-two guns. Twenty-seven. What twenty-seven? Twenty-two. But like it's uh, at this moment, I don't think twenty-seven guns is going to do the trick. So even if it is not twenty-seven guns, even if we got twenty-seven tanks, the issue is mm. what would it do? To the country, yeah, it would be like uh, you see, you see how 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 Avengers. We could end up like their, Libya. Their we could end up like uh-huh. we could end up like exactly. Yemen. Such things ruins, and it also gives these foreign foreign vultures mm. a chance to yeah. directly interfere. Of course, they have been interfering indirectly, yeah. passing through other avenues, you know, the corners. But this is a chance where they will take to talk to us directly, make us more vulnerable, uh, and 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 stoop in bringing their 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 troops in the name of safeguarding their citizens in the country or they will come up with some bullshit excuse to directly interfere to with the proceedings and, of our country and, exactly and then so the building these, are, such a, these are some of the th- exactly yeah. these are some of the things we have to look at so because they will imprint themselves properly and and they will do what they've always done so, whenever like african country is trying to develop so, so i think it is better i don't know we find a way Instead of fighting fire with fire, because we don't have fire in the first place, and even if we got fire, uh, all of us will live with burns. Yeah. We might burn the other person more, but we'll all live with some kind of burn. So I, I think, think we need to find our water. Yeah. And I don't know what that is, but we need to find it because as they come with fire, it just takes a few drops and they're out. Yeah. And now they don't have fire. And we still have water. And now we can drown them in the water. So you know, you know, it just depends. In the past, in the past years, yeah, we've uh, we've been mm. trying to use our voice, but how often, how often have we put these people on pressure? Like from the last election to 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 this this. We always this past put them on pressure, but I think they okay, not always. But there's always a period where they are being grilled, but mm. I think because of this level of hopelessness that they have instilled in the general populace. Mm. It is very hard for a few people to continue with the motion when few people are jumping on board. Mm. Or people jump on board and then change it to something else. You start off as serious and people start making memes. People start cracking jokes. People start abusing you. People start using it as a chance to, to gain some free clout. You could see it with everything in the country today. Like, for example, it is all women uplift each other, women, positive vibes, until Sheila Kajimba posts something. Then... These so-called women uplift each other is no longer in existence. You know, it, it only works until someone you hate says something in that regard. Yeah, now it's on. For example, Flavia. I know this is the most unlikely of situations, mm. but assuming Bebe Cool was people power, how <laughs> many people would be people power now? Just assuming, given the way people feel about him, mm. I'm assuming he wasn't uh, he wasn't. Uh, associated with the ruling regime because that's also part of the reasons as to why but because of the of him in general now people don't like him imagine his political views were of sound like how with what we we want to see uganda we want to see uganda like today. yeah but the fact that and then you add cool. on those other and then you add on those other public issues that people have with him uh. how many people would associate with him in in terms of that cause you you see how ugandans are they put trivial issues ahead of the issues of much more importance. Uh, prejudice. 
Yeah, they, they have this kind, and and it's something we are fighting, but we need to figure it out. To me, I know Uganda needs to do something, but I don't know what it is. To be honest, Man, it's 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 hard to think about because really that the truth is this it's a dictatorship, you know. And uh, we're looking at how dictatorships have uh, have ended over the years, and it, that, that 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 remedy does not sound very few good. times. Dictatorships have have, have 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 been removed, and the next thing is good because yeah. even if it was a military coup, mm. what makes you think the next general is not going to want the to, is not going to want the the, the seat the, top the, seat. the seat for himself? I mean, we're mm-hmm. still vulnerable under under the pretext of Umbu. We are helping the population organize, and yes. the man remains there for like six years. Yeah, I mean, we're still vulnerable so, as well, so he can do anything yeah. he wants. Yeah, exactly. So, having the army or something, it needs to be a real civilian power, <laughs> yeah. a real civilian movement. The real meaning of people power. Not people power like this, people power, power, mm. but the real meaning of what people power is. That is what we need. So that in case the, the movement is to pick up leaders, not in the sense that it is them who started the movement, but they have the biggest platform to voice out our needs. Mm. Those are the kind of leaders we would expect in such a movement. Mm. Not Mbou, the man has started something for his own political gain, but because we share the same sentiment mm. and during our struggle, these are the people with the biggest platform, so these are the people who get recognized. These are the people who would end up being the face of the struggle. Yeah, yeah. Because when you look at it, Martin Luther King or uh, the great uh, Malik Shabazz, uh, Malcolm X, mm. uh, they are not the ones who started uh, this racial equality. But because of the way they carried themselves and the influence that they gained fighting for this cause, when you think about racial equality fights and so on, they are the face. But they are not the ones who started this. And it's not like as if uh, Malcolm X got up and said, you know what? I want to start something whereby blacks are equal. No, they just shared the belief and they fought so hard for it. And so their influence grew and so they got to be recognized. So that's what we are looking for. We are not looking for people like... uh, uh, what's the name of this guy? Uh, Jesse Smollett. Ah. The one who, I, assuming it's Jesse a, Smollett now, thing, but we're, yeah. looking the, the, we're looking at the, 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 the rights for the, the sexually queer groups. Mm. Yeah? And you see how he was trying to, to make him, to gain some cheap, cheap fame <laughs> by forging a, a, a hate attack. Yeah, so this is not the kind of leaders we're looking for. We're not looking for leaders of voice. We're not looking for puppets. We're not looking for people who are going to, to pay us lip service. Mm. We want people who are going to act because Action. ours is not a revolution of, of sweet words, of big words right. that the, the manipulators have also been it's, using. It's action. We want action. We want change. We want to see this change. So I don't know what we need, but we have a lot to do. And I don't even know where to start or how we are going to start. But we have a lot to do. Quite some, quite some. Thank quite you for, for joining in. Uh, I give some closing remarks. You. and Yeah, man, I just, uh, we can... I just think that we, however much this, this thing has uh, seemed to, 
to be draining over the years we can we cannot yeah. uh, we cannot keep silent keeping silent is uh is basically the same thing as being neutral and you know what being neutral means being neutral means you're willing to let what is going wrong to let what is happening happen as long as it doesn't affect yeah, so i think we should just start yeah. with the consistency with the with the pressure wait because working from home is hard i know man <laughs> the background noise keep, they, they keep following me but yeah, yeah. but yeah it's um well, and of course you can be neutral in certain cases where you want to hear two sides of the mm. story that is understandable but there are times when this neutrality is no longer an issue i mean, I mean it's no longer a possibility so, it's no longer a possibility to be neutral in certain cases and still sadly some people opt to remain neutral because they are not directly affected all right cheers yeah till next yeah, time thank you thanks for having me